Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by Kelly McGonigal, a health psychologist and lecturer at Stanford University and best-selling author. Kelly is a pioneer in the field of science help, translating insights from psychology and neuroscience into practical strategies that support well-being and strengthen communities. In this episode, we dive into the fascinating world of willpower, exploring its intricacies, its roles in our life, and how we can harness it to achieve our goals. So whether you're looking to understand your internal conflicts, train your willpower, or simply gain insights from a leading expert in the field, this episode is packed with valuable knowledge. But before we dive in, I want to make a shout out to username SSKUNKK, who wrote us an amazing review on the Apple Podcast app. And this is what this person said. These podcasts help you laugh, learn, or both. They are very memorable and introduce you to new people, and you're always uplifted. Thank you so much for this kind review, and I appreciate your support of the show. All right, now to my conversation with Kelly. So let's lean in and learn from the best. Kelly, I think something that a lot of us struggle with is willpower. Maybe Mm -hmm. willpower to avoid certain things or willpower to pursue things consistently over a long period of time. And I think our lack of willpower is demonstrated every year in the New Year's time, right? Make these resolutions. I think Strava has even nailed down the date when people quit. It's around the 20th or 21st of January. They call it quitting day. They had hundreds of thousands of data points. They pointed to the fact that when people like started something and ended it. And that's so, really interesting because I always tell people, <laughs> give it six weeks. Mm. That's the time at which a lot of positive new habits start really paying off, which is when the, they can- But people are dropping off at three. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah you got to find so, a way. Exactly. That's what we need willpower for. Everyone always wants change to be easy. We could just, oh, we're just going to habit design our way into being a totally different person. But if you actually want the kind of transformation that allows you to do things with less effort, more ease, more enjoyment, like it's a real part of you, that's why willpower matters. Because willpower is the ability to make choices that are consistent with your goals, your values, and the vision that you have for your life, even when it's hard, even when you're tired, even when some part of you doesn't want to. And often before you are really gaining the benefit of investing in that behavior. That's how I define willpower. And it makes total sense that we need it because human beings are, we are a set of conflicting impulses. All humans want immediate gratification. And also we have the ability to delay gratification and invest in the future. All human beings want to avoid pain. And also we have the ability to endure discomfort when it is to our benefit or when it is consistent with our values. So willpower is just about the ability to be like, all right, I'm both of those things. They're both me. So how do I help the self who is going to invest in the future and create the change that I want? That is so well put. We are conflicting impulses. I feel it that this conversation in my head, it's like a tennis match, like boom, 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 boom. And And I'm always- never get rid of the conflict that people- I mean, for some things you might, but even for someone like me, you know, we've talked about how much I love exercise. I still don't want to do it when I wake up in the morning. There is still a part of me, a part of me that doesn't want to. 
but there's a much bigger part of me that wants the outcome of doing it and enjoys it when I'm doing it. And so I think part of having more willpower is actually recognizing that you don't need to listen to the signal that says, I must have this now, or I can't do this, it's too hard, or I don't want this. To accept that that resistance or that inner conflict, it's just pointing to the fact that we're always trying to negotiate the conflicting desires of what it means to be human. So good. So you have three forces that you discuss, Mm -hmm. the I will, the I won't, and the I want. Let's break this down. So most people, if you ask them what's willpower, the first thing they'll say is, oh, resist temptation, right? That's I won't power. Whether it's not saying something you're going to regret or not eating something you're going to regret or drinking or buying, like there are a lot of impulses we have where we feel like we need to act on them immediately. And then they create consequences we didn't actually want. So that's a traditional willpower, which really is I won't power. It requires the ability to recognize that in this moment, the action you have is going to have a consequence you don't want, a kind of slowing down, sometimes a kind of pausing that allows you to reflect and choose differently. There also is this willpower or I will, which is to put your time, your energy, your attention, and your courage on things that are hard, that are hard to start, that aren't always convenient. It is that it's the opposite of procrastination. What's interesting is I think people often differ on which is a natural strength and which is more of a challenge. So I don't know if you have this intuition for yourself. I am way better at I won't power than I will power. Like just try to tempt me. I got so much restraint when I need it. But I, it is hard for me to, you know, go outside my comfort zone and take risks and face anxiety, right? So there, it's like- I'm just I the think, opposite. See, I had a feeling you might be. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good at like, I've always swum upstream. I'm not afraid to do things that are not, you know, like not accept. Like for instance, in my career, I introduced athlete wearables and people around me were like, this is crazy. You're going to get us all fired. And I was like, no, 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 this is going to be really good. And I had a lot of friction. I left sports and like started a new career. And, but when it comes to the, I won't part, that's where, because I'm always push, 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 push. Like I've been having to train myself through awareness, through something you talk about in mindfulness to be aware of when I'm starting. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what you want. Just calm down, slow down, turn off the impulse or like be aware of the impulse and make a conscious decision anchored in my values. So we're opposites, which is kind of cool to talk about. And I think it's great because it also, it highlights the fact that a lot of people who say they don't have willpower are not giving themselves enough credit. I mean, the same is true also with people who have struggled with challenges like depression, anxiety, addiction. These are things where your everyday life demands so much willpower that if you've even resisted like once, or for some people, you get out of bed in the morning, you walk outside your door, even though on the outside, it might look like you don't have a lot of willpower, a lot of mental health struggles. Actually, you are living exceptional willpower. You just, you've got a a big challenge. So I think people should give themselves more credit because it enables this kind of growth mindset that you described where, okay, so what are my willpower challenges? And to know you have this capacity to do hard things and willpower is a set of trainable skills. 
and we all have different strengths that we need to develop. But you mentioned one, which I, I know you're actually also very strong in, that may be something you've trained or it may be natural, which is the want power. And that is the most underappreciated aspect of willpower. That is your ability to know what matters most to you. It's not the case that willpower looks the same in every human being. You know, I think like a really easy example is I've had students who willpower for them is eating less because they're trying to create health. And I've had willpower students in my willpower classes who their willpower challenge is eating more because they struggle with an eating disorder. It's mm-hmm. not about having some sort of like perfect behavior. It's about knowing what's going to make a difference in your life, what your values are, what your goals are, and the choices that honor them. That's willpower. So if you aren't clear on the change you want to create in yourself or in your life, you can have all the self-restraint in the world, but I'm not sure that's willpower if it's not getting you closer to who you want to be. Have you ever missed a workout and felt like a failure? Maybe you've been conditioned to think you just need to push through. Watch out because this is a recipe for burnout. You can get caught in an endless cycle of trying everything, pushing hard and only feeling worse and even getting hurt. As surprising as it sounds, sometimes you'll see better results when you do less. And sometimes it's time to ride your wave of energy and do more. But how do you know when to do which? AIM7 will analyze your smartwatch data and tell you what to do in a quick and easy to read interface. We've made wellness simple for busy people. No more guessing as to which type of exercise you should do today, or if you're taking the right steps for your mental fitness, we've got you covered. Join the over 300 people using the AIM7 app and getting amazing results. Whether you're just getting started on your health and wellness journey, or you've been doing it for years, AIM7 will meet you right where you are to bring you to where you want to be. Sign up now. The link is in the show notes. I think it's beautiful and it takes some reflection and it takes some, you know, time spent going, why do I want this thing so bad? Because it's going to be difficult. Anything worth pursuing that's of consequence is going to be difficult. There are going to be setbacks. There's going to be ups and downs. That's adaptation, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a linear progression. And we all have our strengths and weaknesses. So like, you know, if we want to train this, how do we train it? How do we get better at it? Because in the world I was in, yeah. we had a phrase, you're either trained or you're untrained. Mm-hmm. So if I want to train my willpower, how do I train it? Yeah. Often I will encourage people. So first of all, let's say you've got Well, actually, we shouldn't assume the first thing to do to train your willpower is to get clear about what you want. So your first thing you can do is to ask yourself questions like, if I could experience anything in my life, what do I want to feel? Who do I want to be? At the end of the day, what do I want to know for sure? What do I want to be free from in terms of maybe pain or suffering in your life? So if that's not clear, you know, start there. And then with that clarity, you know, you can say, well, what's a behavior? or a commitment that's going to move me in that direction. And that's where people will often come up with these classic willpower challenges, like I'm going to drink less, or I'm going to change what I eat, or I'm going to move more, or I'm going to learn you know, some new skill that's going to help me progress in my work, or whatever it is. They come up with that goal. When you have that goal, 
I often encourage people to shrink that goal into choice points because you can't really practice willpower until you're clear about opportunities you have during your day to make a choice that is consistent with your goals. So you almost have to like have that goal in mind and then go through a week in your life looking for the choice points. When are you spending time? When are you spending money? When are you spending energy? What are you spending it on? What are you choosing? What are you rejecting? What are you postponing? Who are you spending time with? And start to identify, all right, I see at least 10 times today, I could have chosen something that is consistent with my goal to be healthier or to be a more mindful parent or to get this promotion at work. And then you have to start making those choices. And this is where you figure out what the strength is to train. Because at those choice points, you start to notice how you move away from your goal. So maybe it's, there's a voice in your head that says, I just don't have the time today. And maybe that voice likes to say the same thing every day, every time. And so the strength you need to develop is to use that voice as a signal to spend five minutes doing whatever it is, or three minutes, or one minute, right? You just keep shrinking the goal. Maybe the thing that's getting in your way is you have like all or nothing thinking and you think if I can't be perfect, it doesn't count yet. So I'll just do whatever's easiest now and find a perfect opportunity later. We're all very interesting in how we- We We are interesting. (laughs) And I think like having an attitude of curiosity, you'll discover what the strengths are you need to train. And then like, I will literally have people come up with willpower workouts that are like the equivalent of if you can't do a push up on your toes, do it on your knees. If you can't do that, do it on a chair. If you can't do that, do it on the wall. If you can't do that, just practice the range of motion. And you know you can figure that out for your own willpower goal. I love this. Last question. Mm. Why should you not deprive yourself of your favorite foods when you're dieting? Oh, well, so one thing I should say is actually, I'm not like a, a weight coach. So I am somebody who views food as something that creates health or the opposite of health. So, you know, the way that I think about food really has nothing to do with weight. So I I don't typically think about dieting. What I think about is the amazing ways that like what you put into your body changes your microbiome, your gut microbiome, how it affects your mental health, how it gives you energy and allows you to engage with life in different ways. So from that point of view, I think about it's a totally different mindset towards food. And part of what food does is also allows us to connect with other people and celebrate and create memories. So when I think about like why not to deprive yourself, part of it's because if you're eating food that fuels your mental health and your physical health, and you actually pay attention to how food makes you feel, it won't feel like depriving yourself when you nourish yourself because the benefits are so phenomenal in terms of how it changes your emotions and your energy and every aspect of your life. So that's part of it. And then also, sometimes we make choices that aren't about having ideal physical health because it's important to our well-being to create memories that we can look back on, like an amazing dinner that you had or enjoying the birthday cake that a family member made for you with love. So you don't want to deprive yourself of all of the ways that food gives us an opportunity to live life. And I I feel like that's part of what willpower is. 
you know, at your birthday celebration, what matters most is probably creating a memory and letting other people know that you appreciate what they have done to show you that you matter. So in that moment, willpower is enjoy the cake and share it with love. It's not remembering some rule you made last week to not eat cake. Do you know what I mean? I think it's a great response. I think that's wonderful because life shouldn't be about depriving yourself. You should really re it's like cognitive restructuring. Like this is doing this for me and this for me. And guess what? I'm also gonna be able to connect with family and friends and all these different things. And so a lot of times we just need to shift on perspective and having gone through and read all three of your current books, and I'm excited about future projects. That's one thing I've really taken away from your material is that it's a reshift. Like a lot of the science I know, right? Because I, I read it all the time. Other folks may not. And it's just surprising and it's shock and awe. But it's also this like shifting of our mindset of how we view these things. Mm-hmm. And I think you've done such a beautiful job of doing that. So if you're listening to this, you're like, I want to learn more about willpower how I can achieve my goals and pursue things in a different way that's more authentic to me and to understand how to train this. Get the Willpower Instinct. It's a phenomenal book. We'll put the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us for this special three-part series. And I'm excited to have you back on in the future. Thank you. It's been great to make this connection. Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. If you know somebody that's pursuing a long-term goal or working hard to make changes in their life, take a picture of the podcast art and share it with them. You never know the impact it could have in their life. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.